appreciate your time. Very quickly, wanted to just touch on some other news that we perhaps just missed as well. Just taking a look at uh, some news out yesterday. It came at around 6.30 or so, and that was just Moody's. They decided to downgrade Sibanya Stillwater to BA3. Uh, and they, they say that the action reflects Moody's view of increasing downside risk for Sibanya Stillwater's credit profile. Uh, as a result of challenging operating conditions in South Africa and increasing refinance risks for the company uh, as its 6 billion rand revolving credit facility matures in November 2019. So it isn't all just roses. It, it certainly is a tough time for Sibanya Stillwater there, Michael. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously they took on uh, quite a bit of debt when they bought Stillwater. Um, and uh Sibanya traditionally has always had a very good relationship with the unions that they've uh, operated with, which is one of the reasons why the market liked them was because they felt that the risk of labor issues was a lot lower. Mm. Obviously, that's uh, very much changed uh, since uh, uh, November uh, last year. And uh, now with uh, Amku calling for a total shutdown of the mining industry, it's uh, uh, it's even more pressing and it highlights the risks involved with uh, mining locally. And that's it's something that our president is trying to change is the perception of the risk uh, locally. Mm. Uh, you know, the, while it, Moody's also says then that while it is not their base case, the ratings agency uh, does believe that Sabanya Stillwater could be exposed to further event risks in the near future as a result uh, of the currently challenging labor environment. And, I mean, that just points out exactly uh, things happening there. Of course, with Amku declaring uh, that there should be a disinvestment in Sibanya Stillwater. You think investors will take this seriously and perhaps begin to disassociate themselves with Sibanya just based on comments from the CEO, Neil Froneman? No, I think that uh, one of the main reasons that you want to own um, Sabani at the moment is for their U.S. assets. Uh, mm. That's obviously separate to the South African assets. There's a lot less, a lot lower labor risk involved. It's more mechanical mine, and it's that got that palladium to platinum mix that everyone wants. So uh, that asset management is expecting that they could potentially pay it off within three years. Um, which would make yeah. it uh, a very good turnaround. There's no doubt that uh, buying Sabani at the moment is a very big play on uh, platinum prices um, because they have shifted from gold to platinum, even though they've still got the gold assets, but they're becoming less uh, significant in their life. Yeah, we we are uh, supposed to be speaking to Joseph Matunja, the president of AMCU. Uh, he certainly isn't answering his phone. It's um, I must say it's not the first time, however, so we, we ask hold of him. So I read uh, Amku's uh, press release, the one that is calling for disinvestment into um, Sibanya Stillwater. And if you read the, the context of what he's saying here, parts of it is sort of borderline defamatory the way he it's like he's low-key accusing unions such as Noom of siding with um with Sabanya. Yeah. But it's the way, I mean, the words that he uses, this one line that uh, I'll try and find it here that really, I think it just caught me off because it's it's not normal for us to speak like this. Yeah. Uh, that's my personal view, but um, yeah, yeah. I'll try to locate that particular line, but it's just... Yeah, I mean, one of the yeah. other lines here in the in the statement, he, he goes on to, to say, Num has clearly lost its cause that it had before it is no longer representing the plight of the working class, but rather promoting and protecting the interests 
of the economic beneficiaries of apartheid and colonization. It has become crystal clear that Noom yes, loves that is their the masters. One. Like, I mean, can you believe that? Loves their masters yeah, like from... It, it has become crystal clear that the NUM loves their masters like Froneman more than Froneman loves himself. Those are, those are massive words there. They, they are. So I would have loved to talk to him for him to clarify why he believes Noom is, you know, doing this. Mm. Look, I think it would have been very, very difficult to, to actually get uh, an actual understanding of what it is that has gone wrong. What is it? You know, why is there a continued breakdown with regards to uh, these, uh, these negotiations as well with, with salaries and the like in the gold sector, which now has obviously been uh, been pushed to the platinum sector as well. Well, platinum uh, group for, for Sibanya Stillwater by Amku, and they're calling that um, we may even decide to shut down South Africa's mining industry because of the things happening out at Sibanya Stillwater. So it, it's one to certainly look out for, and hopefully uh, Mr. Matunja will get back to us and, and really detail his thoughts so we can actually have a fair representation here and give him right of reply some of the other uh, companies making headlines and i thought we should touch on this is capitec share price that's been uh, pushed to a record high on tuesday that uh, gained 77 percent from a new uh, from a low it reached back in 2018 of course that was on the back of that uh, viceroy report um, really scathing as well, saying that the company was perhaps in a whole heap of trouble. The group has now shaken off those accusations that it was indeed fudging and, and changing the books. Uh, the share price reaching a record high now of 1,251 rand and 70 cents yesterday before, of course, closing, however, just eight-tenths of a percent to the good at 1,244. A good business for you, Michael? Yeah, I mean, uh, during the financial crisis, you could have bought them at 18 rand a share. It's uh, not bad, hey? Sure. Um, we've, it's, we would consider Capitec is the one that got away. Um, it currently trades on a multiple about 30, which is three times the banks in South Africa. So do you feel that Capitec's three times the other banks are bringing their disruptive nature? There's definitely an uh, argument to be made. Um, but as they shift to different business uh, segments, they are going to need more capital, which makes them slightly less profitable. Um, but what really interests me is that Viceroy thing. You remember when Viceroy mm. came out, the share dropped from a thousand rand. I think it actually reached an intraday low of about 750 yeah. rand. It's yeah. now up more than 50% since then. Um, I truly hope Viceroy are still short and I hope they are <laughs> doubling down on that short as well. Um, but it shows you the, the power that fear had over the market. Um, it yeah. was back when even if there's a rumor that Viceroy was covering your company, it, it tanked. I mean, we saw Aspen tank. We saw... I think some of the property stocks tank before we even knew what was happening there. And all these things were rumors that Viceroy was targeting them. It wasn't even any fact. Um, but now that uh, they've been proven wrong with Capitec, uh, I think you can say Viceroy safely on the radio and people don't crash their cars. Yeah, like luckily for now. Also, look at this, EOH, right? Uh, <laughs> it seems that their fall and their series of reputational uh, uh, knocks have now made them fall you know, and have a meltdown that now rivals Steinhoff. That's that's what we're equating EOH's fall to now. That share price falling another 16.4% just yesterday 
to 14 rand and 61 cents. It has now plunged 92% from the highs that it reached in late 2016. It's scary. Uh, There's nothing been proven wrong. In the case of Steinhoff, there's actual fraud that happened. They were cooking the books. They lied about what their assets were worth. They were lying about the profits they were making. In the case of EOH, that isn't what's happened. I mean, there's rumors of uh, uh, issues, uh, rumors of fraud, but nothing's been proven. And uh, investors are saying we're skittish. Uh, we're going to sell now, ask questions later. And uh, the stock, I think, trades on a PE of six now. It's uh, almost nothing for a group that considers uh, itself to have high growth potential. Mm. All right. Well, that's all the news we have time for. Uh, it closes out the show again this Wednesday. Good luck for budget day, Tash. Yeah, I'll be listening very closely. So, yeah. We'll talk about it soon enough. Indeed, Michael, thank you again for the time. Of course, you get to close out the show by telling us just what the time is. It's goodbye from myself and Tash. Goodbye. It's 8 o'clock.